0: Welcome to episode 41 of the RetroNym podcast, and today I'm going to be talking about an often maligned and maybe misunderstood kind of RPG, and that is Paper Mario Sticker Star. This is a controversial take, but I believe Paper Mario Sticker Star is one of my favorite Paper Mario games. Now, before you get your pitchforks and start, like, railing at me for that opinion, let me say, I was originally skeptical about this game. Now, Paper Mario Sticker Star was released in 2012 for the Nintendo 3DS. It's the fourth game in the Paper Mario series, you know, just preceded by the one on the Nintendo 64, the one on the GameCube, and the terrible, terrible Super Paper Mario on the Wii. More on that, you know, in the future. But this is the fourth game and it introduced what is called the, the stickers. You know, these stickers, you know, the stickers, you know, the titular stickers where Mario has to find and collect stickers to use in battle. And you might be thinking, that sounds like a terrible idea. Why would you use stickers in battle? I don't know. Just, just roll with it. The, this entire world has been taken over with like stickers and he can use the stickers to attack. And that, that's pretty much it. And the main goal is focused on Mario's quest to recover the six royal stickers that were scattered by Bowser. It, I can definitely say one of the strengths of this game is definitely in its writing because this game is hilarious and it definitely follows along with the basic you know conceit of what a Paper Mario game is because to me what a Paper Mario game is is like Okay, you got the general aesthetic of Mario being, like, this paper cutout thing, and the entire world around him, to a certain extent, not everything, you know, the, the environments are still three-dimensional in some ways, but a lot of the different, like, bushes and trees and characters and all that, and houses, they look like they're cut out of paper, to make this, you know, kind of like a shoebox diorama look to it. And so that's, like, the, the main thing that makes this a Paper Mario game. The second thing is, obviously, the writing. The writing is always witty in these games, and... I just think like this is where a lot of the strengths of the games come from. Like even in Super Paper Mario, like I feel like the writing was still top notch, and it was just not a very good design game. When it, when it comes to Paper Mario Sticker Star, it being on the 3DS and all that, like I definitely felt like it was harder to get invested in the game in so many different ways because you know it's a portable game versus like a game that you play on your tv so you have to really commit to that versus you can be a little distracted when you're playing a portable game but it's still fantastic writing so you know you got the general aesthetic you got some great writing and then you got this combat system now obviously nothing is going to live up to the combat system of like super mario rpg and the first two paper mario games because they were just like top-notch like simple jrpg combat you know i, I feel like in so many different ways like the way they simplified the the battle mechanics definitely made it a better game because it relied a lot on the timing and everything. And Paper Mario Sticker Star definitely still uses that to a certain extent. But using the stickers to battle, I think, is where a lot of people got turned off because I, I, you're not really collecting like experience points and leveling up in the same way. What you're doing is that you're, you're getting more pages for your stickers and you're collecting stickers from different enemies that you're able to hop on or beat during battle and because of that, you have this like limited inventory thing. And a lot of people think like they hear about a limited inventory and they're like, Oh no, that's terrible. I do not like having anything limited on me. And you know, I I feel like that same way. Like when I first got the game, I played it for like the first world or two. And I just gave up because I was just like, having to really focus on the supplies that I have in the game and strategize, It was just kind of like too much. It it just felt like too much thinking. But when I went back and really tried to dig into the game and, you know, meet it on its own terms and try to do that, I felt like it got to the point where I didn't have to worry as much about that because I was being strategic. Like, okay, I know that I have such and such amount of stickers and I know that they do this and these ones are shiny versus these ones are not. And these are the enemies that I'm coming across. I just need to, you know, make sure that I'm planning out my route here and how I'm going there. And once you like really start thinking about that in that way, I think that it becomes a lot more engaging in so many different ways. So that's one of the reasons why I really liked it. And I just felt like the big big strength of this game was in the music. Like when it first came out, I was playing it when I was still in Korea, and when it first came out, I would play the title screen like constantly like sometimes i would just leave the game open just so i could listen to the title screen music because it is absolutely fantastic it is so chill and jazzy and just nice so and you could just listen to it for hours on end and when i was teaching the first graders i would just sometimes play music and one of the songs that i would play would be the title music to paper mario sticker star even though i had like given up on the game at that point i was still like okay well this music is still really amazing and so I played for them like pretty much every morning in a different playlist as they were doing their morning work. And it was it was fun. They hadn't played it themselves because, you know, they're first graders and, you know, they didn't have 3DSs at this point. And so they really got engaged with the music, though. And it got to the point where, you know, after a few weeks, you know, I start stop playing it for a bit and then I didn't play it for a little bit of time. And then when I started playing it again, they're like, oh, it's that song. I remember that song. And then they would actually, like, go along with the song and just hum along or sing along to it. Not that it had lyrics or anything, but they would just be like, you know, trying to do the basic sound effects. And it was just, it was really cute and just really fun to see them so engaged with this music, like, completely divorced of its context. But just being able to, like, hear the song and just really engage with it. And, you know, they're kids. They don't know what good music is versus bad music. You know, I teach kids still, and they still don't understand good music and bad music. My own children don't understand that. But the fact that they got engaged with it and were just like, oh, yeah, I like this over some of the other stuff you play, that was really nice and heartwarming. And I feel like the entire soundtrack to the game is like that. I I would just challenge you. Go to YouTube right now, search up the playlist to Paper Mario Sticker Star, and just let yourself get lost in the music. And I feel like that actually helped me get back into the game and engage with it more. So, yeah, the limited inventory is not very fun, but I feel like with that limitation bred some good, like, complex thinking that you had to really go through in order to get the game and understand it on its own terms and i would recommend it i i think it's definitely one of the underrated of the trilogy not the trilogy of the series and i i really don't like paper mario origami king i never played the the paintbrush one because i was just like okay this is just not engaging me but you know maybe that's just my my bias is showing like Because it is limited inventory, yes. And because the combat isn't what I'm used to, maybe I'm just biased against that. And I know it was for this game in particular because I did not like it initially, but I did eventually start enjoying it. So I wonder if I ever went back to play those old games, if I ever did. I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But you know what, Paper Mario, it's a good series. You should play it. Thank you for listening to the RetroNym podcast. You can find me at Twitter with the username at RetroNym, that's spelled R-E-T-R-O-N-I-M, and through email at theretronym at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, subscribe, and all of that other fun stuff. I don't even know what it is. You can also check out my other podcast, Henshin Dad, if you are curious about the wide world of tokusatsu. Thanks again for taking time to listen to me today, and until next time, keep enjoying the games that you love.